Good morning, Paul Andrigo here, Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered, part of the Real Estate Podcast Show.com network, headquartered here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Um, as my uh, policy goes, uh, it's my job to sort of keep um, keep things interesting here and not stick to any one topic at any given time. So today, um, I'm going to do my uh, combination of my review of The Irishman, uh, which I believe I've watched now about 47 times, maybe 48, I don't know. I've watched it a few times. I'm a huge fan of the genre, so I'm going to um, uh, always do that, uh, ever since I was young, actually. Um, even when Heat came out, uh, watched that movie about 50 times, Collateral. Um, those kind of movies are, are sort of, they, they speak to me, and I think there's it says something about me that I like watching them over and over again. I don't know what it is, good, bad, or ugly. Um, good thing is I don't give a shit if, 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 if it says anything ugly. Uh, it's just it's what I enjoy, and life's too short to um, uh, not do what you enjoy. So I'm doing my review of The Irishman, but I'm also sort of doing a spin on that because I've been doing film reviews um, and, and, and album reviews and things like that and trying to incorporate them here into the podcast. Again, keep things sort of, you know, a little bit more interesting than, uh, than perhaps, um, then again, then just a boring ass real estate podcast show, because uh, that's the one thing I never wanted to do. And because I'm I'm um, I'm I'm going all in. I've 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 been that way for a while. But just like everything else in life, uh, just like when I went from the fitness industry into uh, into real estate for for a little while there, I wasn't sure. Uh, but when I felt like okay, it was time to let go of the rope, I I went all in, and I and I and I could not be happier that I did because in life. Um, you, you literally, you know, you, you have to let go of the rope, and that's that's the analogy I still use to this day. So um, with this podcast, I'm doing the same thing as of uh, January 1, 2020. Uh, pretty much everything that I do is going to be centralized around realestatepodcastshow.com. Um, and if you head over to my website right now, you'll sort of see, um, you know, what that's all about. And it's supposed to be, be you know, it's, it's going to be focused on uh, the podcast show and, and everything else about it, but um, I, I really want to make sure that again, it's um, uh, it's a it's a it's a medium that uh, connects us, and, th- and that's really what podcasting does for me. It really connects me to you guys on a level like I've never experienced. Um, just like a great movie will connect many of us on a level that we've, you know, never could have had unless we, you know, maybe both saw that movie or heard that album. Uh, it's been said that, the, you know, the kind of people you want in your life are the ones who recommend music and movies and TV shows. And I've got those people. Um, I'm so happy I've got those people in my life. Uh, I've got some incredibly fun stories I can share. Um, but first, I want to do my um, initial review of The Irishman and... And I'm also going to sort of add a little extra spin on top of that and, and how um, a, a movie on, on, the, on the blockbuster level of The Irishman, uh, how that relates and how that connects to uh, Toronto real estate. So you may not know what the connection is, but after this podcast, I, I hope you will. So first of all, a review of the movie. 
from the opening scene that you watch this again Scorsese masterpiece um, there, there's really there, there's no words that can go into um, setting up a scene so so from the moment that the five satins start playing in the still of the night and you'll see the camera pan down. And again, I, I'm, I, I might reveal some spoilers. I, I don't think that there's anybody who, um, who've wanted, who's, who's wanted to see this movie uh, by now probably has. Uh, and, and it has a lot of deep meaning for me as well. Um, it's, it's, uh, it, it is the last movie that we saw together with my father-in-law. Uh, he was looking forward to it, uh, again, a great deal. And, and, and we tried to make it a, a fun evening for him. Uh, but he was very ill at the time, and he's passed away recently but that was uh, probably one of the last big things he looked forward to was that that movie night and we'd done a bunch of those over the years so the, so the good news is it wasn't the first time uh, and, and I'm hoping that he you know had so many memories of that that uh, that helped him a little bit kind of took a little bit of the pain away but uh, what, from that opening scene in the retirement home when the camera's uh, going down that uh, uh, the hallway uh, and again the the music's playing in the background which by the way I can't get the five satins out of my head <laughs> since watching that movie um, music and movies as as I'm sure Martin Scorsese would agree and, and Martin if you ever want to reach out to me and, and add your uh, review on my review um, I, I would love to hear it I was at your uh, I was at the SCTV uh, filming um, last year and uh, again big fan but more importantly again I'm, I'm going to give my review of the movie so it starts off with that that scene. So, of course, it's Frank Sheeran, and it, let's let's not go into the details of whether or not the story's true. As De Niro had said when he read the book, he believed the story, and that's what a good story does, and that's why storytelling um, and podcasting to me is, is like they're they're just kind of like they go hand in hand. So. Telling the story of my review on, on of this um, of this movie to me uh, is about as pure as it gets because again as as a fan of that um, of that genre and of course of, of all those actors and, and having watched all those movies uh, not only is it a you know is it a great you know mob movie mafia movie uh, but it also sort of is a is a sort of a, a, a summary of, of of all the other really great movies there's been over the years of this genre as well. So again, you start off sort of in the background of of uh, again in the um, in the in the retirement home with with Frank Sheeran there, sort of reliving his old memories, um, and then uh, the movie sort of is him telling the story of what he had gone through over the years and the experiences. So basically, it's him uh, sort of bringing you back into the story of of uh, of how they got uh, to where they were, and of course, this was all sort of um, based on the. Um, story or, or the premise of uh, him and and Russell Buffalino played by again played brilli- brilliantly 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 by Joe Pesci um, and and having watched the behind the scenes interviews and everything else I I, I love how. Um, Scorsese decided that this time you weren't going to be that, you know, that angry mob guy, which uh, he's been in a few movies, but uh, he was sort of the calm boss, the calm capo sort of thing. And uh, a lot more, um, uh, and just as imposing, but just, you know, obviously a calmer guy and uh, uh, sort of fitting with the age. And I think, again, all these guys have said it, that they were the right age for this movie. Um, I'm not going to also get into the, you know, the, the technical 
practical effects about, uh, you know, the fact that some people did or didn't like the way the, the, the aging process worked. Um, I thought it was, um, you know, part of the, 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 the process. And as Corsese says, um, you know, it, it was going to be either that or again, doing a, you know, heavy cosmetic, um, you know, changes and things like that. So, uh, either way, you know, that was, that was part of how the story was told. And I think it was done brilliantly. Um, it, it didn't detract at all from the storylines and that's, and that's the good thing about it. It didn't, uh, it didn't stop you from watching again, all three and a half hours of the movie. And it's, it's a long movie. So they go into, again, they go into, um, they're, they're going on a trip to, um, 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 to to Bill Buffalino's daughter's wedding, uh, and of course they're 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 going along, and they're sort of from, from again I've watched it enough now where I hope I'm telling it the right way. They're they're going on this trip sort of as a as a as an extra decoy um, to the uh, to the process of um, getting rid of Jimmy Hoffa, and that's sort of what you know the movie uh, sort of centers around uh, is 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 Frank sort of being Jimmy's protector all those years, um, and 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 watching his back and then he's the one that uh, of course you know ends his life again according to the movie um the jimmy hoffa um uh, what do you call it the jimmy hoffa myths and all those i i doubt this movie will solve that for anybody i'm sure there's still people looking in uh, everywhere from detroit to niagara falls i think there was one uh sighting or one potential um uh, mention of where he might be buried and all this kind of stuff. So that I don't think is going to you know stop because of the movie, but just the way it was done. Uh, and, and again, the the, the actors. Um, again, obviously the uh, uh, the you know the lead actors being you know Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Um, and then basically just sort of like just watching, uh, you know, these, you know, these, these artists, these people who've been, you know, doing this kind of, uh, you know, movie and, and, and know their way around the screen very well. Um, Scorsese certainly, um, you know, does an incredible job of, again, framing the shots and sort of, um, making it, uh, you know, making it, uh, I guess making it just as appealing to us, um, uh, those, I mean, those of us who've seen the movie, uh, seen his movies many years, and also, just as a side note, uh, I'm told that it's actually quite a popular movie with uh, even people in my, um, my kids' generation. So in the, you know, the 10 to 20 age range, that a lot of them have uh, apparently watched it um, because, again, they were never, uh, they weren't around when Casino came out. They weren't around for Goodfellas. They just heard it from us. Uh, and uh, as you, as any parent will know, your kid's not going to watch the movie because you said so. Um, but if there is something else about the movie that maybe appeals to them, it's a really, you know, it's a really great thing. So aside from, of course, you know, the, 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 the lead actors. And of course, another one of those is Catherine Narducci, uh, who, who played, um, played a role in the Sopranos as well. Uh, and I'm very, um, excited to say that she's actually a, um, 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 I followed her on Instagram and she followed me back and she's incredibly, um, good about communicating with fans and, and of course, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. So again, even, even for yourself, Catherine, if, uh, uh, you have any, um, 
reviews on my review uh, uh i would gladly post them here on my podcast that uh, more than happy to um and again obviously everything every, everyone from pacino of course again i've mentioned pacino before in my uh in my podcast i i i, I try to do a uh i try to do an al pacino impression every day um you know i think it's uh i think it's good for the good for the soul and it uh, and and it always makes someone laugh uh if you do the great ass uh line on on someone that's not expecting it i think um uh you know that's uh, that, that's just for me that makes me happy and uh, uh it's uh, it's it's just sort of also sometimes it'll start a conversation about something else oh have you seen the irishman and anybody who knows me will will know that i've watched it enough times to get into these deep conversations um uh you know obviously a harvey Keitel as as angelo bruno as well is just you know absolutely brilliant played you know played it to a t really you know really did it well uh, Anna Paquin, that's another actor that, again, uh, is almost sort of uh, um, the, 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 discu- the discussions I've read about were basically to do with, uh, you know, how, you know, she was literally, um, how, how, how the looks between her and De Niro alone uh, were its own movie. So that, you know, that, that was done so well. Um, uh, and of course, again, the, 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 uh, the other guys that were in, in the movie and even the Sebastian Maniscalco, who played Crazy Joe Gallo, um, you know he did a fantastic job. Um, Jim Norton as De- as Don Rickles. Uh, a lot of comedians actually in the movie. A lot of a lot of people that sort of showed up that uh, uh, you know you may not have thought would be in the movie. Um, but uh, and and some I think some familiar faces from even the old uh, you know the old gangster movies as well. But. Um, Again, bottom line, uh, a fantastic movie that you can't really, I mean, even fully describe in, in you know in this in this in this medium. But the next part I want to discuss is again how this movie was created. I believe they were in the works of talking about this script for you know maybe about ten years, and they just you know everybody just you know didn't get together on it until a certain point. Then once they did get together. I think anyone who's been watching, and this is important to actually look at the example of not just this movie, but even things like, for example, when Apple um, decided to make their comeback. Because for a while there, if you've been around long enough, you'll know that Apple uh, wasn't the place or the product that it is now. Um, they, had a, they, they had a comeback moment. So for this movie, the buildup for this movie, that was one of the, you know, one of the most interesting things done of course with the trailers and the teasers um and of course how the movie was going to open and where it was going to be released that level of grand opening you know uh buzz and 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 uh you know in the stories that go and the anticipation that's the word anticipation involved that is what i'm trying to funnel and I and I have done many times for my own real estate um, listings for for the properties that I handle the incredible types of properties that I'm able to handle uh, in Toronto and the GTA. So just so you understand where my passion and this is this is really passion based because there's no instruction book for this. There's no I mean you know me doing this podcast probably shouldn't be you know, I, I shouldn't be doing this podcast. What what, what am I doing um, recording? messages on here uh, I, I was I was uh, I, I was confused by how uh, how Twitter worked until uh, a really great client of mine explained it to me uh, and then for some reason podcasting uh, I was listening to it for years and all of a sudden it just made sense that you know what 
the storytelling medium of it is is really what for me cross o- crosses over into something more human. Uh, and again, even the process of just again me marketing your homes, your condos, your lofts, your mansions. I I, I mean I see places that are out there right now that are you know like uh, historical homes. Uh, former celebrities have lived there. Everything else, and there's so many stories dying to be told. And I'm not saying like secret stories. I'm saying you know some of them are out there. But some of them have to do with you need to be a fan, um, you know, of music, of movies, uh, again, of, of history, of a neighborhood, of, of a home, of the era of the home. Uh, in, in one of my recent sales that I handled, it was a 1930s home. So I tried to do a complete 30s theme from the music to the decor to the whole thing, uh, which is the opposite of what a lot of places will do now. They'll take this 1930s house uh, and they'll try to throw in, uh, you know, 2025 leather couch. And, 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 and just make it look like this modern, you know, monstrosity and, and it doesn't work. So when it's a modern house, it doesn't even have to look, you know, um, lifeless at that point. There's, there's ways of doing it. I'm not, and, and I don't get into that part. I've got uh, people who do that really well, uh, but I would much rather that you live well and that you have, uh, you know, uh, things of character in your home, like you know, you have if you've got nice art, if you've got you know something original, something maybe even from a local artist, something that tells a story, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, um, vintage places. I've got some incredible vintage places. Uh, there's one on the Danforth by the name of Ethel. Uh, and, and if you're ever in the area, make sure in the Danforth and Woodbine area, make sure you pull in and have a look at some of that stuff because everything there has a story behind it more so than again something you might just get at some you know main mainstream department store and you're helping small business so it's a it's a plus so those are my two um, reviews and that's sort of my two podcasts in one two for one you're getting a twofer uh, on on today's podcast so my review of the Irishman I hope you enjoyed it and I'd love to hear your comments uh, you can press the voice message button if you want to uh, add any of your comments and I would love to um, you know add them on to my podcast I really want to make sure every podcast I do doesn't end with me meaning that I've done the podcast I click stop I load it up it's not over I can actually add to it just so you know the podcasts are literally just they're an infinite type of uh, thing they're not like a blog where, where you know when it's out there it's over for me this is a constant thing and there's nothing closer to that in my in my world than real estate um, then again it's a work in progress so anytime I'm getting any of you signed up with again all the smartest sellers and the smartest buyers know that getting signed up with me now makes so much more sense for us to prepare and of course if you're buying um, you'll understand that even if even even waiting um, you know like one season to buy can sometimes put you out of the price range and as a seller waiting like you know uh, waiting for the actual month uh, that you might be selling and you might even have chosen the wrong month which a lot of you did last year um, because you didn't do the research and you didn't connect with me soon enough um, or didn't connect with me at all uh, I don't want to make that I don't want to let anyone make that mistake plus there's a whole bunch of new stuff going on that really affects each one of you um, as far as like the um, um, there's, there's just been some major upgrades to the uh, the terror watch list that we, we've just gotten um, information on uh, about spotting the uh, again the, um, the, the the dangerous buyers the dangerous renters um, I've been keeping lists like this I've been keeping my own personal black 
blacklist for close to 20 years uh, of the dangerous buyers, the dangerous renters, and the dangerous contractors as well. Because that's one thing that uh, even a really close friend of mine uh, just recently got bit by one of those assholes. Uh, And I swear, if I do ever run into you myself, I will personally collect the money that you owe my clients. Uh, And I promise you, you will never want to do that garbage again. Because again, if... um, uh, if it's ever um, uh, if if the if the name comes up and 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 it's given to me, it's shared with every single one of my clients. Um, that's even putting a nail in the wall so that they don't have to deal with your you know your bullshit and and the fact that you you would steal uh, again from hardworking people that again are clients of mine. So for me, once you do that cross the line, uh, doors closed forever. I don't, uh, I don't do second chances when it comes to that kind of stuff. To me, you, you've probably already done this to, you know, a, a bunch of other people and probably changed your name a few times. Uh, and those of you who have done this with different aliases, I know your bullshit as well. So I keep track of those as well. Um, which is why, again, it's such a great thing to have my sign on your lawn because it literally is a repellent for those kind of people. Uh, whether I'm renting your property out or selling your property, a lot of those, um, you know, dirty buyers and 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 fraudsters and all that stuff, they'll know that I keep very good notes. Uh, and if I've got their name on my list, um, my clients will know about it, and they'll be able to make a smart choice versus, um, you know, a foolish one and and deal with you know one of these kind of people. So uh, that's just just for me. That's just the time in the um, uh, you know uh, time time on the field and 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 learning from experience and uh, and and. And taking from various sources uh, to make sure that I do the best possible thing I would do for myself and, of course, for all of you. So once again, I hope you enjoyed my review of The Irishman and my sort of spinoff from there. But uh, again, um, until the next one, have a great day.